0: Ready to Real Estate, a TREB podcast. Hear stories, uncover insights, and tune into interviews on key issues that impact realtors and all of us. Join us as we discover how people, properties, and communities all come together to build the future of real estate. Hi, everyone. It's Jason Mercer, TREB's Chief Market Analyst. And Thank you for joining me for another episode of Ready to Real Estate. And get ready for this one. We're talking about how you and or your clients can build wealth through investing in real estate. And our guest today, Tahani Aburane, can provide a lot of insight in this regard. Tahani is regarded as Canada's leading female real estate investing expert and is an Amazon best-selling author of Real Estate Riches, Self-Made Millionaire. Let's begin. It's great to have you on the podcast today, Tahani.
1: Thank you, Jason. Thank you for having me here.
0: And my introduction was, was pretty short, and I'd like to maybe start off with... You know, you telling us a little bit more about your journey into real estate investing. How did it all begin for you?
1: Yeah. Just as, like most of the listeners here listening to this as a realtor, I never really aspired to become a millionaire or to have a better selling you know book or any or even a speaker or any of that stuff I really went about just to make a living which is that's what it was all um, for me to begin with when I went through my divorce that's when I knew I had to really become very focused and and in the zone of making money and providing for my kids uh, a roof on top of their heads, and you know provide also meals and all of that that's all I was thinking. Just how do I pay my re- my rent at the time but then i um i I kind of started asking for uh, for business. I stumbled across a a friend of mine who I went to school with English as a second language. His name is Ash. And Ash who is a, a car mechanic, actually. And then I, I asked him, do you want to buy or sell? Or do you know of anyone who wants to buy and sell? And and that's when he told me, no, but I'm looking not to purchase a property for myself or my family, but more of like as an investment. And I'm like, okay, what are you looking for? I'm willing to do whatever to you know find you that property. And he told me what he wanted it and it's, and I found it for him. What he wanted was a flip. I found it for him. Three and a half months later, he sold it. He made $48,000. That is extra as a side hustle for him because he's a car mechanic. And that's when the light bulb in my hand went, oh my gosh, someone can make that much money in three and a half months. And, And that's when I became obsessed and wanted to learn more about real estate investing and, and you know, how to help more clients, you know, buy investment properties. Well,
0: that's really interesting. And and, and I think your point about, you know, people are coming at real estate investing from a lot of different angles, whether we're talking about, you know, an, an investment to rent out or, or, or some other um, strategy. And so, you know, for people who are thinking about investing in real estate, you know, where do you start and and, and what are the steps to, to, to prepare to get into that um, line of business, especially if, you know, um, is, is, is there some flexibility, some some different approaches that, uh, that people may have to follow depending on, you know, uh, where they're at in terms of their, you know, job situation or family situation or what have you?
1: Great question, Jason. And I would always say, especially at the beginning when you don't have a lot of knowledge and, uh, information about the different strategies, the different types of tenants and all of that. Just start simple. Just get your foot in the door and go out and try and find a property that if you don't even have one right now that you can live in it and maybe rent a basement or another unit, create a second unit, or if you already have your own home, then get another property where it's just a buy and hold long-term. Even if you don't do anything, we've already seen how real estate just appreciates and, and does really well, no matter what the market is doing. So just buy and hold, this is the this more simplest, an easiest strategy for anyone to get into real estate investing and then as soon as you do that then you can start learning more and more and more of what's next and what's next and what's next because it's it's a lot to um to, to learn uh, you know while you're doing it at the beginning
0: i think that's a really good point and 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 talking about you know real estate investors you know getting into the market and and uh um, you know, renting out a property. I think it gets at a broader theme that you know we've been we've been talking about a lot at the Toronto Regional Real Estate Board over the last number of years. Is that there's a real you know shortage of of, of inventory um, in the marketplace today, and and especially when you think about the rental market. I mean, things softened up a little bit during COVID, but we're already we're starting to see a real tightening there again. And so, you know, from from your perspective, you know, would you agree that you know uh, real estate investors um, will be important moving forward in terms of bringing on more supply someone purchasing a property and and, uh, and and making it available to to, to renters over the long term
1: a hundred percent I totally agree with that there is a huge shortage of supply in fact, it blows my mind to know that now you can rent a basement, a basement unit, a two-bedroom basement unit right now for about 1900 to $2,000, which is something that is absolutely insane to think about it. Insane in a sense that, you know, it's just, it's a lot of money, you know, you can make so much money right now in terms of cash flow. I've always had people that say, oh, but I'm afraid that the market is going to crash. Since I've started, you know, working with real estate investors, there's always, what if the market crashes? What if the the market crashes. What if we're in a bubble? What if the market crashes? The reality is, and the thing is that it's always been, is that if you buy from the beginning right, and if you cash flow from the time that you buy your first property, then you're okay no matter what the market does. Now, if you're a flipper, if you wanna be flipping houses, which is what we see on TV all the time, then it is a bit more risky and you have to understand the market a whole lot more. But if you're buying for long term, Then the market is going to go up. The market might soften a little bit more. It might go up. And the rent, there will always be people that will need shelter. Even when the, like right now, we're experiencing very high, um, price for properties, which is okay, but the rent is going to go up, which means that no matter what, there is still like, the price is going to go up, the rent is going to go up, you know, the properties will always hedge against inflation. So there's a lot of benefits when it comes to real estate investing. And, and I know that even within my community, the fire community, there is women that say, and always continue to, I wish I would have bought a few more then, I wish I would have bought a few more then. And trust me, no matter where you are right now, look at like 10 years down the road, you're going to look back and say, I wish I would have bought more, even at these prices that we are experiencing right now.
0: You know, and that's a, an interesting point because, you know, when you're working with individuals or, or giving advice to individuals, either uh, when you meet with them or, or, or through their book, um, you know, what, what indicators or, or, or what type of research do you, do you suggest that people do, um, you know, before actually, you know, deciding to, to, to make one or more um, investments? And, and does the type of research you need to do vary depending on, you know, the, the, the type of property or what your sort of long-term goals are?
1: A hundred percent. And here's the thing is that most people think about real estate investing and right away they try and go and jump into it. And the reality is you have to do most of the work before you get your investment and not when you get your investment and you go, now what? It's almost like I always say to investors is, um, and instead of you trying to go meet with plumbers or electricians even before something happens, it's a whole lot better than when there is a leak and now you are in a panic and you want any plumber to just go in and fix right. that leak. So it's very important to do your due diligence to know where you're at right now, uh, how much time you know you you have to to um, put into learning this and knowing this. Go into the area that you want to invest in. If it's not in your area, it's somewhere else. And meet some of these experts like contractors, like plumbers, like realtors, like um, inspectors in those areas before you need them. When you have the time and you're not in a panic, not after on when you need them and you just want to hire anybody just for the sake of hiring. And it's important to even say that I still don't have a property. But I'm interviewing right now people because I want to build my team. And when the need comes, then I want to know that I can rely on you. And you're the right person for me and my investments. And people are willing and everybody wants to, you know, to create more business in their business. And and people are very helpful and you'll meet who you think is best for you.
0: Yeah, and and you mentioned uh, um, it's important to have a good team or at least a good network of, of of individuals that can that can help you with different aspects of your real estate investment. And certainly, you know, thinking about you know the TREB membership and members of our of our partner boards as well. Um, obviously, you know, many of these realtors um, have clients that that are, that are investors. But sort of just flipping that coin and and looking at the other side um if you're a real estate investor you know what should investors be looking for in the realtor and i guess you know i could ask the question another way if you're a realtor um that wants to cater to the needs of the investor you know what type of services should you be offering what should be your value proposition
1: yeah that is oh, again few um loaded questions right here so the, the first thing is that i believe that realtors just by sure helping real estate investors, they're going to start seeing if they truly bring in great deals to their investors. They're going to think, oh my goodness, what an opportunity. This is something that I want to also do myself. And then it will inspire you to do something. And to be honest, like, I mean, Jason, look, you don't want to go to... Um, Uh, a car mechanic that's never you know worked on cars to tell you what to do with your car you never want to go to a doctor that's never you know worked on something specific that you know that it's going to help you so you want realtors that actually have helped investors and they are investors themselves to to, so that they can turn into investors so that they're able to help others Saying, look I'm going through the same thing that you are going, I know finding tenants is very important aspect of this real estate investing and so on and so forth. So that is very important. Think about it as you are the car mechanic, just like my client Ash. So you are buying and selling real estate as a realtor, but you are also doing real estate investing for yourself so that you don't have to worry about the uncertainty and the ups and the downs of the real estate market when it comes to sales and and buying and selling. So it's gonna be overall, it's an incredible thing. You truly change your life by just starting to, even if you buy one property, and then a few years later, another and another. So the, the the four steps, I would say that when it comes to real estate investing for anyone that's listening to this call is, it starts with what I call the foundation. I always like to go back to real estate since um, we're realtors here, is that start with the foundation. You need to build a strong foundation and you need to know where you're building that foundation. Are you, you know... Um, close to water? Are you in a desert? Are you, on, um, you know, building a house on rocks? Where are you right now? So you need to know where you are financially. What I mean by that is that I want you to imagine if you are on this call of a triangle and the triangle has three points and each point is like money and then you want knowledge and then you want also um, money, knowledge, what's the third one? And time money, knowledge, and time. So you have to have two of these three things. So if you have money and you have time, then all you need right now is to start working on your knowledge in terms of what to look for in properties. How do you analyze a property? What type of tenants are out there? So that's what it is. If you um, have the knowledge as a real estate investor and you have time, then you need to look for more money. And there are plenty of money out there if you want to attract joint venture especially now more than ever before there's a lot of people that have a lot of money that want to put it in real estate so all you have to do is learn how to attract joint venture partners so that you can buy more together and then the last one is that if you have money and knowledge then all you need is um, time and that's where you would see doctors maybe even um, engineers, professionals that don't have, or they don't have the time, but they um, understand that real estate investing is good and, and they have money. So you can partner with those type of people. So that's the first step, is understanding where you're at right now. After that, you need to, um, to, to know the market that you wanna invest in. Are you gonna invest in your backyard or are you going to go to a different area? And by the way, you don't, like people from Toronto, you don't have to invest in Toronto. There's a lot of other great areas like the Kitchener, Waterloo area, Barrie. There's a lot of other areas that are more affordable than where you're at right now that you can buy an investment property. And it's okay to drive an hour or two. I have a lot of clients that do that. Um, And identifying Learning how to identify great deals because there's houses in those areas, but there are some houses that will appreciate more than others. There are some houses that you can rent and get more money for renting them than others. So understanding how do you identify the property. And by the way, I go real deep into all of these four components and, and, and those pillars in my Ignite program. And Ignite is for those that want to start, you know, from scratch and they don't know what to look for, what to ask and how to go about doing this. And then the, the third step, I don't know if there is any questions while I go on to the second and third, Jason.
0: Uh, no, I, I think it was you know really interesting that uh, you mentioned the, the geography aspect because uh, you know a lot of times people may be familiar with the you know the area that they're you know living in and 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 in close proximity. But you know when I think about how the real estate market has evolved um, in in the in the GTA and and broader Greater Golden Horseshoe, you know over the uh, over the past decade, I mean we've we've now seen you know a, a large number of our realtors who may have been focused traditionally in the in the greater Toronto area proper are now working with their clients looking outside the GTA in in some of those places you mentioned, you know, St. Catharines, Kitchen Waterloo, Barry, around to Peterborough, um, that greater golden horseshoe, and whether you know they're working with people to purchase a home to live in or whether they're 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 working in investors. So it's just interesting that you mentioned that and it certainly follows what we're seeing in the in the trends in terms of our, our members activity.
1: and that's why it's important for anyone to know like what are you first of all what can you afford again the foundation when you're starting out your finances and what you can afford and then where can you get it so if you can only afford half a million dollar or 500 thousand dollars to buy your first property then you know what can you get downtown Toronto for 500 versus what can you get in in, again, St. Catharines, or Barrie or Kitchen and Waterloo for $500,000, and that's where you start doing your due diligence, depending on where you're at financially
0: no that makes uh, that makes total sense and i and I guess you know thinking about the reasons why people uh, get into real estate investment i mean obviously you know there's a there, there's a potential um for a for a steady income stream um over time and obviously while you're realizing that income you're also taking advantage of capital appreciation hopefully um and 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 then you know when you think about the the sort of back end as as people perhaps are becoming more aged. Um, I imagine that you know a lot of people who get into real estate investing are also thinking about it as part of their broader you know retirement uh, uh, plan or retirement security.
1: A hundred percent. It is for peace of mind, for security, for long term building wealth. Because as a realtor, we make you know we may have a great year, but yet the next January, then we're starting all over again, and then the, after the. The following january starting over um again but yet when you just only focus on just getting your first property if you get a property just not even two years ago then this property would have had maybe not only you would have doubled your um money or your investment maybe triple in some cases your your initial investment as a your down payment so think of it as a long term and think of the rent as passive cash flow you are getting money regardless you know while you're sleeping you know you're not going out just only to hustle to to make a commission but while you're sleeping you're making your rent or your cash flow so there is a lot of great um i could go on and on when it comes to benefits hedging against inflation which is something that we are right now experiencing is inflation everything is going up and so is real estate is going up so this is awesome Way for anyone, for anyone, the younger you are, the better it is, of course, you know because then you have longer years to to create that wealth and, and there's different strategies, which is really the fourth step or the four the the third I mean step or the third pillar in the four steps that I just shared right now, and that is to understand what are the strategies out there and which one is really best for you where you, you know, with your situation. And, 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 we talked about the easiest one of them all. And that is to just go by and hold and just keep it because it's going to grow regardless. But there is a lot of other ones like the flip, which, which is flipping, which is what we see on TV. And that is more risky, but there is more reward. And I would not encourage anyone who's starting out to start that way, because that needs a lot of knowledge and it needs a lot of um uh, you, you know understanding of what to look for and what to do when it comes to flipping it's not as easy as what you see on tv It's like one two three and wham you know and then there's all this and then there's all that it's not the same trust me it's not it's not tv it's real life so please if you are starting out don't go into that one you know right away but there is other there's right now actually this morning one of my friend realtors sent me in, an article of how now there is a 51 unit in Toronto that is selling for $15 million. People right now are looking at multi-units because really, real estate is going to be here now and forever. It's going to be a great way for anyone to, to to get into. So look into multi-real estate if you can afford multi-real estate, you know, or maybe you have five, nine houses and you no longer want the, the is the single family detached. Now you want to look into um, streaming your business and getting into something larger, which is apartment buildings. Industrial right. is doing incredible. So there's a lot of strategies and you have to understand where you are right now and what's best for you.
0: I think this is all a uh, lot, you know, great information for, for current investors or, or potential investors. And we talked a lot about the, the benefits yeah. of, of, of different strategies that, that people may employ. Um, at the same time, I mean, obviously, there's always going to be risks or, or challenges associated with, with real estate investment. And so, you know, if you had to rank your, your top three sort of risks or challenges to look out for or to account for when you're doing your business planning, what would those be?
1: analyzing the numbers. This is the number one mistake most investors make from the get-go and that is they just go and buy a property just because they think real estate is good and they don't really look at their numbers, which means, you know, their their mortgage, their insurance, they miss out calculations, pest control. When you have tenants, especially if you have multi. Um, Family building, you need to account for pest control. You know, in the um, in the calculations, you need to account for insurance. You need to account for you know all things before you go. Okay, now I'm gonna go in. And if you still have a little bit of cushion at the end, then that's a real estate investment property. It's not a property where I heard some people. Oh, I actually, honey, I'm so excited. I bought a property, but. Oh, I'm actually dishing out every month nine hundred dollars right. from my pocket to support it. To me, that's not real estate investing. That's not a business. What you are gonna create here is a business. You are actually ha- your business is a house, and you, the tenants are your clients. And I want you to think about that as a profitable business, not a business that you are gonna dish out, hoping that appreciation one day will you know pay back. It's really from the get go analyzing all the numbers making sure that you're still okay and then just kind of leave it and let it be kind of uh, you know appreciated on its own.
0: Yeah that's very interesting and, and, and I totally agree that you know there when you're when you're putting together your pro forma or your or your prospective budget for for a property it's really important to to make sure you got all the line items in especially on the expense side and i think you know back to one of the points that you made at the at the beginning of our chat today is that you know make sure you got a good team working for you as well that can maybe 100%. point out um you know some of the deficiencies you might have in your in your initial budget that could that you could cost you in the long run so i think you know that's that's great advice and you know we talked about a lot of different aspects of real estate investment today but you know, before we end off, I also want to point out that, you know, 2021s went by really quick and we're almost through September and, and October is Women's History Month. And, and you mentioned one of your main motivators is, is to empower women to become financially independent through investing in real estate. Maybe tell us a little bit more about the FIRE Conference and, and your inspiration behind that.
1: Yeah, I mean, look, I've been in this business now for almost 26, not almost, actually, I already finished 26, now almost 27 years, and throughout my career, it's mostly men that came to me, and they're like, Tahani, uh, this is what's happening here, what's the best investment for me and my family? And then I'm like, where are all the women? Where are the women? And then what I've realized is um, there's a few things that happened, actually, that really got me to start the fire um movement, I call it movement because it really went, two of my brothers had massive heart attacks within two months of each other. And that's when I decided, oh my gosh, like what am I gonna leave this earth? If this would have happened to me, what do I want, you know, to, legacy I want to create before I leave this earth. And that's when I start thinking about um, the woman and about like how can help other women create what I've created. And that's when I said, I'm gonna actually put in an event together that would be, you know, just anybody that wants to come. And uh, to my surprise, the women were also ready to hear how to create independence and financial security themselves as well. And then I thought I was going to attract in women. It ended up being 100. And then the next year, it ended up being a 500-woman um, event. And I didn't have it in and 2021 because of the pandemic, but I'm definitely going to have another, you know, event coming soon. And that is really... To encourage, like my mission is to have 10,000 women at least buy one property, at least one. I'm not talking about nine or 29 and just one property, you know, so that they can feel um secure and we cannot rely on the government and that's what the pandemic really showed us is that most people could not do it without the government help but why not you start taking control of your own future right now right today and then you start thinking what can i do today to make a better future so that i don't have to rely on you know the government or on anyone for that matter and then just create your financial um abundance yourself and learning a little bit
0: well, it sounds like a great initiative, uh, and, and it sounds like it's been a great success and, and will continue to be so as we move forward, certainly as we recover from the, from the pandemic. And, you know, I, I just want to thank you for, for joining us today, Tani, uh, to talk about, you know, growing your wealth through investing in real estate. And I think no matter if you're a buyer, seller or realtor, you're sure to take something away from this episode. So thank you very much.
1: Thank you. Thank you so much for having me here, Jason.
0: And to all our listeners, don't forget to subscribe to Treb's Ready to Real Estate podcast to get notified of new episodes. We'll be back soon. That's it for us. Be sure to subscribe to our podcast on SoundCloud, Apple, Spotify, or Google Podcasts. Also, don't forget to follow us on social media and visit our website, treb.ca. That's T-R-R-E-B to find market insights and more. This has been another episode of Ready to Real Estate, and thank you for tuning in.